What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 225 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walzer. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week we're geeking out about some leaked gameplay, the future of animated movies, and Amazon Prime. But first, special shout outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Ryan Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brabant, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burden, Michael... Caleb Ardoin and Communication Flail. We appreciate you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Let's. I think the biggest game that's being played right now um, that people want to hear about the most is yours, LJ. What do you What do you think of Last of Us Two? Um. So initially, I didn't want. Not that I didn't want to play it, but I just didn't care to. Mm-hmm. Like it was just one of those things. Like I'm fine. Ghost of Tsushima is coming out. Um, you know I'm gonna wait for that. So then all this stuff happened. Like started happening uh, with the leaks being angry over that. And when the game came out, people were angry over th- over things about the game, even being garbage to the voice actress on on Twitter and stuff like that. And, right. Um. And uh, yeah. So we'll talk about more about uh, garbage communities later. Um. But uh. So, the, what I think is, from my experience, I'm 16 hours in, and I bought this on Thursday, so I played it, like, all weekend. And so, my thing is that I think all of it is overblown to the max. Um, they basically do a major switch up from from the first one uh, in regards to, to characters and stuff like that. So, people, okay. a couple hours in, people, you know, get mad. Uh, over that and then um then they expect then so they do this gameplay change I'm, and i'm trying to do my best to talk about spoilers here right which which is uh which uh i mean you guys may not understand understand this reference but it's a very metal gear solid 2 kind of thing okay where, where they have you uh play as another character this brand new character um and so like that's that's not really spoilers right there. I mean, people are posting. There's already screenshots and stuff of and gifs of, of things on Twitter of that new character. Um, Twitter is lots of spoilers though, so be careful. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> th- that's not like th- not a like, huge thing. Yeah, not, that's not a huge thing. Um, I mean, at this point, it's been out for a few weeks. Um, you play but, as multiple characters. Yes, you yeah. play as multiple characters. Um, and this new character you also play as in the first hour or so of the game so there you go mm-hmm. um so for me uh, another thing that uh, i got some remarks that like oh this game's violent and nihilistic and i'm like um didn't you play the first one uh yeah haven't you heard of like the walking dead and game of thrones and like yeah, all these other true. shows that are out mm-hmm. um personally i i like the story so far uh, one thing that has gotten people mad about the game also is the ending uh, which I have not gotten there yet, but I'm sure I will soon. I think it's like 20 to 30 hours long, which is pretty long mm-hmm. for for that game to me. Um, but mm-hmm. I like it. I, I personally in, enjoy it um, as far as like what it's trying to say, as far as like the gameplay. Like if you played The Last of Us, the first one, they improve the gameplay a lot in this one. And it's 
is pretty cool. insane. A lot of the encounters are are really interesting. It is very visceral. I, I will say, like, yes, it is very violent and over the top. Um, there is nudity. There is sexual content there too. Um, so I'm gonna put that out there. Okay. Um, and so, um, like, even the combat is insane because, like, I can shoot somebody in like the leg or something, and they'll like scream like to the, like out of the top of their lungs, or like mm-hmm. they'll or like they'll sit there when you shoot them or something, and then they'll be on the ground and they'll be in pain, and you can be like, and so they'll be like come on, just do it already, or whatever, and then you can just literally walk up and just, boom, and just, like, finish them off. Um, can you with, leave like, them? Probably. Uh, I don't know. If <laughs> um, but, He's like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but that's the thing, is, like, um, this game deals a lot with uh, just, you know, a lot of dealing with that kind of thing. So it's like, people have asked before, like, well, how come Nathan Drake, you know, doesn't doesn't feel bad about, like, you know, how come he's killing all these, like, soldiers and stuff? And, mm-hmm. you know, like, and he's, a, like, supposed to be this archaeologist. Uh, this game has a way of kind of showing you what what that is like, but also showing mm-hmm. you what it's like from the opposite perspective. Um, okay. so, so I think it really does, like, it's a long game, which is also a complaint people are having, but I feel like it is a very deliberate story. And there's a very, they do have a reason why the game is the way it is. So as far as I have played um it sounds yeah. very emotional and kind of it psychological is. in a way it is it, it sure is and there's like themes that even i connect with and uh I, I will say so i mean if you know what the last of us is you'll you'll know that the main character is is gay uh which <laughs> i also thought like you know that was interesting because like that's like content like you know most you know most of us in our audience may avoid which is totally cool if, if that if you want to avoid that that's cool but for me it was fascinating because it's like uh, this relationship that this main character has with this other with with another character, it's like totally like a normal relationship, you know. Like I just thought it was really cool, like the way their, you know, their interactions were and things like that. And I really like thought, wanted to follow and see like this story to the end of, of these two characters. Uh, so I just thought it was really cool to see like that, because I mean, from my point of view, there is some movies and shows that do kind of glorify that stuff and are very like preachy about it yeah i know christians can be that way too um but mm-hmm. <laughs> so but i just liked how like they're depicting depicting this as a normal relationship and i thought that was really fascinating um yeah, so yeah that was my thought i like how it. human it sounds as it's far as you human. know these relationships and uh like you were talking about the gunshots i'm like super intrigued by mm-hmm. the fact that someone will like be laying on the ground in pain because usually you don't have those kind of repercussions yes in a yeah, video game that's true and then all the vil- all the NPCs, they all have names. They're all having conversations as you're like sneaking through, trying to get by or whatever. Like so many some details. En- some encounters you could probably totally get by without killing anybody, but usually I'm so bad at stealth that uh, right. <laughs> somebody too. ends up getting a bullet. I hate to say, Plus, but um, don't don't they also have the dogs now that can sniff out your scent? Yes. Oh, oh god. Yeah, that's even harder because it's like I don't want to kill the dog, but I have to. No. Let's say the original game. It's not like that was some non-violent, exactly. fun story. Like I mean, the beginning the of that game is so intense. Yeah, I mean, from beginning to end, that game is just over the top. And I'm like, that's where I'm like, if you like, that's the thing is like, if you if you know what this is, you should know what you're getting into. And if you don't, then do your research. Yeah, the yeah. one argument I've heard that kind of makes sense to me is that a lot of people found a lot of hope 
in the first game be, from a dark circumstance. Like, it starts off just super dark, and then you find uh -huh. hope along the way. Whereas I've heard this, uh, the second game, there's just none of that. But yeah. I also have never played the game, so I don't know. Okay. But that's just something I've heard a lot, and knowing the story of the first one, and some stuff in the second one, I'm like, you know, that kind of lines up, makes sense, but I'm not, it's not really my thing to say, because mm. I have I can understand how uncomfortable that is. I watched, was it Life from Sony? Had that very nihilistic, yeah. um, it like ends just, like, with zero hope. And mm. it doesn't feel like an ending to a story, you're like, mm. oh no, that was, it was, it's very, uncomfortable is the best way to put it, like, you don't feel good at the end of that movie. You're like, mm. oh. I mean, yeah, you definitely don't feel good playing this. And I don't think... Whereas the end of Last of Us, you had kind of a feel good, like, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. The way The Last of Us 1 ends, I think it depends on how you look at it. I mean, yeah, I don't, we don't want to get too much into <laughs> it, but... Yeah, so, so, for, so, I guess for... The best thing I can say about this one is... You don't think there's another story to tell when that first game ends, mm -hmm. but they sure as heck make one because you don't know what. Basically, my my only hint is that you don't you don't know the relationships that some of those people had that uh, at the end of that game. Some of those people that uh, you end up fighting against, you know, like it goes more deeper into that last moment of of that last game of that first game. So cool. Yeah, it's good though. I'm enjoying it so far, and I'm pretty sure I'll have it beat by next week, so I'll be able to report what I think about it then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shelly, what have you been playing? Um, I've been not really playing anything too new. I'm still playing Digimon, Digimon World Next Order. Um, nice. Kind of. I think my Digimon are now uh in their ultimate stage. So, and they're, uh, they need just one more stage than their mega. Um, so okay. I'm a little worried they're going to like die soon. I know that's a thing in that game is, uh, Digimon just like dying. Um, and then you have to start from the beginning. Well, that's the whole point of the game is that you raise Digimon, raise Digimon, and then they at some point like die and go back to an egg. And then you raise them and they get stronger like every time. And they're still my first time with them. So I'm like, oh, are they going to die soon? I'm so attached. But I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm still playing that. Um, I played some more Jackbox this weekend because of, um, it was actually my birthday this weekend. Uh, so yeah, happy I birthday. Actually happy birthday. Yeah, I had some friends come over who are all in the same germ pool. So it's <laughs> not really, that's not so much of a worry. Um, but we played uh, Quiplash and... We played Joke Boat, and that's I'm from really the new one, right? Game. Yeah, it's from the it's from the newest Jack Jackbox, uh, where you have to make jokes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty fun. Um, and then, despite some of the news we're gonna be talking about, I actually did play quite a bit of Smash this week. I tried out Min Min for the first time, and I definitely didn't think I was gonna like her because uh, a lot of my friends were like, "Yeah, she's you just play her like twice, and you already you understand how she plays and." It's just not very interesting. I actually like playing as her a lot because she has very limited options. Like, she does the same, like, three moves, pretty much. Uh. Um, but I don't know why. I kind of like that. Like, it's it's fun to just, like, mess around with it. Um, hmm. And there's some really cool, like, setups you can do with them that I have not been able to do. But, you know, I could, I could train it. I could work on it if I want to. But um, <laughs> it's just crazy how, like, 
again, we'll, we'll kind of talk about it later in gaming news a bit, but how Min Min was absolutely the least hyped character to come out in Smash, at least DLC speaking. It's like, because no one was really paying attention when it was like, our new DLC character's gonna be ARMS, and everyone's like, ARMS? Are you kidding everybody, me? That's kind of everybody, weird. Everybody was up in ARMS. Yeah, well, I mean, they were just very meh about it. And then she actually came out and no one was really talking about it because, I mean, no one was really interested and there's other stuff happening. So it's just, it's just been interesting how it's like absolutely the least uh, impactful character to come out in uh, Smash. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I've been playing though. Cool. I we were talking about Skyrim a couple weeks ago and or last week and I was like you know what I'm just gonna pull the trigger and I did it um, nice and I enjoy it I understand it's kind of like it's it's really weird playing Witcher three and then this because this feels like Witcher three and Goat Simulator to me oh because like the physics and the ragdoll and stuff yeah, yeah and like the fact that you can just take out anyone uh-huh. like I was like what happens if i try to hit you because i'm a terrible human being have you not played oblivion or morrowind or any no of those? oh my gosh yeah i'm completely can... new to this world to elder scrolls oh, and yeah. i knew that was a big reason i wanted to play it is because it's such a benchmark in gaming history yeah yeah and so i was like i, I gotta check it out um and i thought it was really funny too that I, I was gonna go and play vanilla for a little while. I was like, you know what? Maybe after I get into it for some, I'll dabble in some of the mods, check check that all out. And uh, I go to load my character, create my character, and the orc had basically my haircut, and the Nord did not, and I wanted to be a Nord. Uh, so I immediately spent the first hour of that game uh, actually on the Bethesda website downloading mods. Uh, for the PS4. I have it on the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, ridiculous. That's the thing. You can do mods on the PS4 now. Yeah, that's and it's really so cool. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. It's very limited uh, compared to, obviously, PC, but even Xbox. And the reason for that is actually Sony's fault. Uh, Sony is not allowing any uh, assets that are not within the game to be mm-hmm. used in the game. And so it has to be stuff from like the character creator or... And they have to be weapons Not that Thomas were like the tank. Already... No. No Thomas ah, Tank. Yeah. Not worth it. <laughs> no, so like a good example is is it's a lot of little things. They can do like the lighting. One thing that I thought was really weird, but I actually am really happy that I did was uh the way that the water moves, mm-hmm. it it flows incorrectly in the game because they just kind of just put water textures in and we're called it good. And wow. so someone made a mod that makes the water <laughs> flow correctly downstreams and stuff. And it looks really nice. Thank goodness. That's it's cool. so weird. <laughs> it was the strangest thing. Um, added some more trees and just things that, like, give it a little bit more life uh, that the vanilla didn't. There's – I'm trying to think of the things I did. Oh, and I didn't want to wear helmets because I worked so hard on get that haircut. So uh, I have – my helmets are invisible. So when I put them on, they they buff me, but they yeah, don't actually. Yeah, because they don't have a hide helmet toggle on that game like other RPGs do now. Yeah, so I'm enjoying it. I definitely am not playing it vanilla. The only cheats that I have done is I buffed up a follower, and which is way bigger of a deal than I thought it would be. 
Um, <laughs> so I might send them away and not use that. Um, and then I, I did faster level up, and that was just so that I could experience the game as quickly as possible. Um, I don't want to spend... People spend, like, years in that in that world. So it was like, I'll do the faster level That's up. That's because and... you can do a billion side quests and not even touch the main quest and all that. Yeah. I... And to get these mods, I thought was really interesting. You can do it from PS4, but you can go online and you just make an account and then you just like add them. Um, but speaking of the side quests, I think that side quests are done better in this game than they are in Witcher. Uh, mostly for Witcher, you can stumble upon them on accident, or mm. you can you can find them in the main quest, which I think is really cool with Witcher. But most of them are on these billboards, mm-hmm. and in Skyrim, people literally walk up to you. And are like, hey, my son is gone. He's missing. And I'm like, I don't care. Sell me things. And they're like, okay, but you got to go find my son. And I'm like, my son. Only you can find my son. Yeah. And then, but I really like that it's so in your face because I don't explore side quests. So for someone to walk up to me and be like, hey, I got something for you to do, it's like, okay. My only issue is that I'll be in a, a town and then it wants me to travel all the way across the map for a side quest (laughs) and i'm like all right i I guess um oh the leveling i'm doing fast leveling but i didn't do like a max out of any of my stats because i did want to grow and actually like experience the game i don't want to completely just buff out and be able to be blow through everything Mm -hmm. and i've been told that most characters will level with you um so it just yeah it, it, it it scales up uh the world um scales up along with you yeah. yeah it's not like go to this area this is a high level area you know kind of a thing yeah i'm trying to think of the things that people would care about i haven't done like any magic yet i'm very much uh sword and shield light armor have you got your shouts yet yes okay cool i've yelled at a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> it's so fun though especially when people are like prove to me that you're a dragonborn i'm like okay and then i just (laughs) yell at them (laughs) and they're like why'd you do that and i'm just like you asked me to man um yeah it's fun it's cool i get it i I think it's all right i guess the switch wouldn't have any mods would it nope they don't have that feature on the switch version and it's 60 dollars yeah i got it on sale which those games hardly ever go on sale anyway that's like so crazy. Price. I'm glad I got it on PS4. I'm glad that I got, like, the trees and stuff. Everything looks way nicer than it did when it was vanilla. The Switch uh, version still is sort of impressive. It's, like, somewhere between standard PS3 and that special edition that's on consoles now. Okay. But, like, it's kind of surprising. Like, it, it runs really smooth. Well, even with the special edition, like, I've added so much more uh, life to the game. More NPCs and more... Um, trees and moss on rocks and stuff like that that's cool all right we can we'll get into the news okay uh for gaming news uh shelly mentioned earlier about the smash community um yeah that's a heavy so one. there's been a lot yeah so I, you know more about it than i so kind of uh give a quick breakdown if you want of what uh i guess what we were talked about earlier yeah, well, basically, uh, a large number, a very highly significant number of prominent Smash figures, um, or Smash community, competitive Smash community figures, I should say, to be more specific, mm-hmm. um, 
have been accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, most of the allegations being true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's bad. This it's it's just so many really really popular players um, that people really looked up to. A lot of people who were considered to be role models and good people coming out to be specifically lots of issues with um, pedophilia. Like, Oof. just because the Smash community has... Such a young community. It is a, such a young mm-hmm. community. You have people who have been around since Melee days. You have people who had just joined in Ultimate. Um, you have people all across the board. It is a family-friendly game. It is a Nintendo mm-hmm. game. So um, if you want to compete, they all go to these same tournaments. And there's this weird um, culture that I never was necessarily a part of. Um, I never latched myself onto it at all, but... Um, there's like a really strong party culture with Smash after parties, after tournaments. I mean, it is a it's party game too, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, but people just get blackout yeah. drunk and people invite minors to these parties. Um, mm-hmm. Also, this whole thing with like, there's houses and there's different living situations, hotel situations for... Um, tournaments where minors Mm -hmm. are sleeping the same beds as Mm -hmm. adults and or sleeping in the same rooms and everyone you know back then was like oh yeah this is totally okay until all this stuff is coming out and it's like no this is never okay why do we allow this so um it's really sad it's really messed up um and it's just kind of goes to show that you i don't know can't trust anyone (laughs) yeah the um it's it, it's rocked uh, the FGC as a whole, too, because uh, mm-hmm. um, they had uh, the co-founder of Evo recently. Um, he got charged with, I think, I don't remember if it was more, uh, it was like allegations or some or some stuff. I'll have to look up uh, the link for it. Yeah, um, but it was, basically, it's real so, messed up what he did. Yeah, so, um, he, so basically, they canceled Evo. At, at first, they were just going to be like, we're, you know, we're not doing smash stuff whatever i think and then at first mm-hmm. they're like or they they basically like i don't know if they fled it, suspended him or i don't remember exactly what they did but basically they're like okay we're gonna handle this at first but then they're like no nah, we're just gonna cancel it it's not the time and then mm-hmm. especially like not even that they were like online tournaments too so it was already bad enough so it's like mm-hmm. well if you want to make it you know like might as well just cancel it and uh so apparently, I guess uh, one of the creators of the game Skullgirls, some allegations also came out about them, um, which a great alternative is Them's Fighting Herds, which is a game basically yeah. that the engine's inspired <laughs> by that game. Um, so um, if anybody wants a Skullgirls alternative, uh, that's that's a pretty good game that I wrote a preview for on the site. Um, but yeah, it's, it's rocked the FGC quite a bit. Like for me, like, like I'm a Tekken player, like. Then I play online and stuff, but it just makes me, like, glad that, like, I didn't, you know, like, I never got too involved in, in any of that stuff, really, because it's, like, you never know, like, like, for me, watching Evo is exciting, because everybody seems all cool, and there's, like, a really good spirit there, but it's just, like, you, you just don't know what goes on on the other side of these things. No, yeah. So, it, right. It's all, it's all tied up in a culture, right? It's, like... Yeah. That's the problem, is, like, it's a culture built up from having all of this interactions with people be okay and having um mm-hmm. like weird like flirting weird sexual favors being done at tournaments as an okay thing and 
anyway, but I mean, I, I'm sort of taking a couple things away, but I'm, I'm trying to think about um, how I'm going to stay connected to the community or not. Um, I'm actually super proud of the Washington community in general. Um, basically, uh, as far as I'm aware, nothing weird has come out of like, no allegations have been pointed towards Washington members. Um, That's mm -hmm. good. Our most famous uh, Washington player is Pandarian. And, I mean, he himself is a minor. He hasn't said anything. Um, mm. He hasn't had... He hasn't had any allegations. He hasn't said any allegations. He's just been chilling, kind right. of. But um, what I'm super proud of the community because they immediately were like, no, we need to make sure... Like, Thankfully, this hasn't happened to us yet. Mm -hmm. But we need to make sure it doesn't happen to us in the future. And so, like, just within, like, two days of these allegations coming out, they came up with a really fortified plan of how they're gonna move forward to make sure that they protect minors and protect uh, women and protect minorities in general um, at tournaments, which I think is super cool. Um, and it yeah. makes me mm -hmm. more pumped to potentially go in the future. Cause as a woman, like going to smash tournaments was like, I would never, I could never go by myself. I would right, only right. ever go if my fiance was going, if we had a group of friends going, I would never go by myself. and. Mm -hmm. um, I just like this is just a really needed thing I think um, so it's it's a mix between like I don't want to be associated with that community anymore because they create this culture that is so evil um, mm -hmm. but on the other hand part of me is like a lot of these people just need good role models these people need Jesus and so maybe yeah. I do need to step in um, yeah you can kind of be that light that. in a dark mm -hmm. place I, I think uh, this come I think honestly like the attitude you know, the positive attitude stuff is coming off of the back of the, you know, the recent social, you know, mm -hmm. social, social justice stuff, too. Because it's like, nobody's going to put up with, you know, crap like that in any community. Yeah. Like, whether yeah. it's, you know, racism, whether it's this stuff, you know. I think everybody's, I think a lot of people are just done. Which is encouraging, you know. Like, I, I it's encouraging because people are, I think people right now, they want to be able to make some kind of change in, in their mm -hmm. communities. Whether it's you know like their city or even just like their you know around their hobby like this is so mm -hmm. yeah totally so it's so well, crazy to hear something about something so innocent like smash bros yeah but yeah you make a lot of sense with like you know there's a lot of high schoolers that are uh playing this game and there's a lot of people that grew up with like you said melee mm -hmm. and so it, it's really crazy to me because i'm like it's such a it's a kids game it's such an innocent game but mm -hmm. you've but, got that mix of people and like you said in the after parties and stuff it just it does make sense and click together why that would be a recipe for disaster yeah exactly it's because sad. uh a lot of these people like it's it's a game right the only mm -hmm. connection between and these people is a game and loving a video game it's like none mm -hmm. of these people have any other connections to each other so it's so easy yeah. to manipulate someone if you have if you're a really good Smash player, if you're really famous, you can so easily mm -hmm. manipulate some minor to like, hey, come to my room and we can talk about Smash tips. Of course that minor's gonna do it because they wanna get better at the game. And look, this person's mm -hmm. their hero. They would never do anything to hurt them. Yeah, it's and these people that are famous are just like random people that, you know, were really good at this game. They don't have any- Exactly. They have no They have no reason for... to be given that power. Absolutely. They just kind of were given it and Absolutely. therefore are going to abuse it. It's super, super upsetting. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how the scene changes, how um, future tournaments are going to look. 
Um, MK Leo and Tweak are arguably the top two players right now, um, and yeah. both of them are safe from allegations. Uh, as they've been speaking out a lot, which is super cool. So basically, it's going to be them and like no one else. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones who are going to have to lead the charge as kind of the top dogs in that community right now. Yeah, totally. And again, they're they're the people who just didn't really participate in those in that type of culture. They didn't participate in the after parties, like. Mm -hmm. um they just didn't like i know tweak he has um health issues that just going to a tournament flying out to a tournament is so physically taxing for him that he just can't really engage in much of the social aspects of it right. and it's just crazy to think that that alone really like kept him from that sort of culture um mm -hmm. or at least was a part of it um if anything so um yeah it's crazy it's things are still unfolding Mm -hmm. Who knows? More people will be called out soon, but yeah, it really it's is. Like a, it's, it's like it's like I forget what the scripture is exactly, but Maurice likes to quote it when stuff like this happens. But it's like all that is in darkness shall come I, to light. You know exactly. It was so funny because I've been reading through Luke, and um, mm -hmm. it's the like uh, whole verse of a lamp. Like we are the lamp and lamps and needs to shine and whatever is going to whatever is concealed will be revealed yes, that, yes. exactly mm -hmm. that whole section and i was reading it just the other day and i'm like man this is so applicable to now because mm -hmm. here's these things yeah. that happened they A happened years things, ago yeah. they happened years ago and they're gonna come out it's gonna happen so yeah yeah, uh, I mean it's kind of hard to move for, move on from that, but hopefully yeah, we'll see some dark. We'll, we'll see some positive stuff come out of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lighter uh, tone for sure. Yeah, and uh, in more positive news, um, we have an official date for the Xbox live stream that it was said to be happening in July, mm -hmm. and uh, it is happening on the twenty third with uh, more news on Halo Infinite, which there will probably be gameplay. Uh, I think. Um, but yeah, everybody's excited to see what Xbox uh, Series X is going to bring to the table, especially after we saw Sony, you know, kind of bring, bring in what they got. And uh, mm -hmm. people are hoping for a price and a release date. Maybe Microsoft will give that to us, unlike Sony. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just exciting. We got a lot more coming in July. Devolver has a Direct coming up on Saturday. Um... Ubisoft has one, I believe, which is, like, next week as well. Um, so we're still kind of in E3 season a little bit weird enough because, uh, you know, we, because no E3, and so we've had all that stuff in June, and so now we're getting kind of the last big, like, tidbits of, like, kind of what the rest of the year looks like in gaming. So uh, mm -hmm. that's exciting. Cool. And then uh, speaking of Ubisoft... Uh, 30 minutes of Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay got leaked today. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to see any of it. I saw a little bit of it. I didn't want to watch it just on principle. I'm like, I probably should You know, like, I'm, I'm just going to yeah. wait for the reveal. And it's also leaked footage. Like, I don't know. I just and it's always better if you wait for the reveal because usually yeah. if it's leaked then it's not like polished enough like so, it comes and, out and, right for a reason i saw a comment that somebody said like this isn't next gen gameplay i don't know if they're just talking smack or what but i'm like it could be what this leaked footage is of is of the ps4 version and the xbox one version so it's like yeah it could have um, literally been literally been like software demoing for someone yeah. 
Yeah, and then, um, I mean, from what I saw of it, it looks cool. Like, it looks like the same format that Odyssey and Origins have done, where it's going to be that RPG. There was, apparently, they had some, you know, combat. They had some, uh, some, like, boat footage of, like, naval combat, um, which, uh, to me, sounds exciting. Uh, I mean, we already know what this game is going to be, I think, but uh, I think it's seeing that theme, like... There's been a billion, there's been so many Viking games like that have come out over the years, especially indie stuff. So it'll be cool to see a big AAA studio tackle that that era. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And then no matter where you play it on, I believe you're gonna be able to get the next gen version. Um, I know Smart Delivery, the Xbox version of that, is confirmed. So cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so yeah, that's the gaming news. We have a very small poll list. Uh, Crosscode, which is a very popular uh, indie, and then uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2, which just got announced, which is a sequel to... Yeah, I, was, I didn't even not, know that was a thing it's, that was it's not, it's not a sequel to Bloodstained itself, but there was that there was that uh, Bloodstained game that came out as like a side thing, which looked like old Castlevania, like NES. Okay. Um, so it's a sequel to that, and people actually... There's a lot of people that like that first spinoff, so um, yeah. So yeah, those are those are exciting for indie fans, but that's kind of it. No, I mean I didn't put NASCAR on this list because I'm gonna be reviewing NASCAR, but it's like only I care about that really. So <laughs> okay, uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole list. All right, well we'll get into the movies then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly, you watched a lot. Yeah, I did. I watched a lot of movies this week. <laughs> nice. Uh, none of them were new. I'll just a lot of them were. Um, in fact, almost all of them were just like movies I haven't seen in a while. Um, so, <laughs> my fiance and I watched uh, Parent Trap and Freaky Friday, both ones with Lindsay Lohan. Um, oh, the new the new versions. Yes, exactly. They're both, <laughs> nice. both newer versions. Um, Those are pretty nostalgic, though. And I watched and we watched Race to Witch Mountain, the newer version. Right, they're all. Disney's Disney's been doing remakes for longer than a long we thought, time. you know. They, yeah, <laughs> but the, those were all live action, live action. So I almost feel like that's better. Maybe it's, it's not. Better. I don't know. At least they haven't made. Th- well, I was gonna say that at least there hasn't been like three reboots like there has been with like Spider Man and stuff like that. Yeah. I guess so. But anyway, <laughs> they um. Parent Trap and Freaky Friday. I don't know. They're just feel-good movies. Race to Witch Mountain's not a good movie, but it was fun to watch anyway because it's one movie I watched just so many times when I was a kid. For some reason, I was, like, obsessed with it. Um, and it finally came out on Disney+, Plus, so that that's one. why we watched it. Uh, oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's like... Because it was, like, a month ago. I felt like watching it. I was like, oh, we should watch it. And um, it was like, no, it's not coming to, to Disney+, Plus until July 3rd. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I finally would watch it. It was so funny because um, Daniel was like, you know, he had never seen it, and, he, and he's like, "Wait, is this is this the movie where that meme comes from?" I'm like, "Yes, yes. it's the movie where that." Meme. <laughs> no that one watched the movie, so but everyone knows the meme. So, yep. I'm like, it had That's some funny. significance in this world. Uh, <laughs> and finally, uh, we also watched uh, Key's Delivery Service together, which is a movie he nice. hadn't seen. And it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, yeah, because they're all the, in digital now that you can like rent them and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we just found it on YouTube. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but it's fine. You didn't have to say that, but yeah. <laughs> <That's so cool. 
it's such a it's such a cute movie um like it just it's just so feel good like you just watch this girl like mm-hmm. eating around on her broom delivering and everyone's around like so kind to her and they're just like oh yeah you're a witch no big deal it's like oh my gosh i want to live in the city like everyone's so nice um so, except for the policeman so- so while you're watching feel good movies, I was playing this visceral, like emotional, like human story. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> Complete polar opposite. Mm-hmm. But oh, anyway, man. if you haven't seen Kiki's Delivery Service, if you're a fan of Studio Ghibli movies, um, I definitely recommend watching it because HBO it's... Max has them all. Yep, HBO Max has them all. I need to watch Porco Rosso. That one's like my favorite. I need to watch. It. I haven't seen that one. It's good. I like it. Yeah. That's all I think I've watched. Cool. LJ, how about you? Uh, I watched Seven Samurai, which uh, I'm kind of preparing. Old my, movie, isn't it? My mind. Yes, very old. It's from like the 50s. Uh, I'm preparing my mind for Ghost of Tsushima um, because apparently there are a lot of these old school samurai movies that inspired Western movies. So, like, if you've seen um, Fistful of Dollars, which is like the good, the bad, and the ugly movies, oh, uh, yeah. the first. First one of those is inspired by one called Yojimbo, and then uh, if you've heard of Magnificent Seven, this is that's what this is. Uh, that's what uh, that's that. This is where that story came from. So basically, okay, it's three hours and twenty minutes long. It's ridiculous. I had to watch it in parts. Um, but basically, like, so if you've seen Clone Wars, if you've seen Mandalorian, they have plot lines in those where like uh, the vill- this village hires these samurai. To defend their their uh, village from from bandits, and so it's really this like ensemble like you know getting the warriors together, um, and then you know they defend the village and it's it's really good. It's kind of it's got a, it, the characters are really good. Uh, like that's one cool thing about watching it was like it's an old movie, but it's still got a lot of heart and personality. Uh, the 4K. Uh, restoration they did it kind of reminded me of when i watched jaws because the 4k restoration was nice like it looked parts of it looked like almost like modern like you could see the modern technology like in it like um akira kurosawa was known for his kind of advanced like filming techniques so he was like one of the first people to use multiple cameras on a set uh things like that um and so ghost of tsushima is inspired is going to be inspired by these classic Akira Kurosawa films and yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah. I, I liked it, um, but chances are if you've seen like a, a, an episode of a show or like a movie that has that has that type of story where you know these, this this group of people is like defending a village, they train they train the village to fight alongside them and all this stuff, and that's basically the plot of this movie. Uh, but it's good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I think that and a couple other Kurosawa films are also on HBO Max. So. Sweet. So yeah, that's what I watched. Well, let's get into the movie news then. A lot of cool stuff is happening. Yeah. Well, it's one of those. I'll, I'll just let you go, Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. No, we're going to start with... Um, so, everyone was super impressed with the uh, Spider... Into the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. Um, I know I was. That movie is visually gorgeous. Amazing soundtrack that I still listen to. Uh, Just really Mm -hmm. awesome story and characters. Like, just, it's the best Spider-Man movie. Honestly. Hands down. It just is the best Spider-Man movie. Um, 
So obviously everyone's really pumped for the second one. People are sort of, you know, have really high expectations, especially in the animation department, because that was really what made it um, stand out in comparison mm. to so many other movies, superhero movies in general. Um, and so the producer is actually making these statements that Spider-Verse 2 is just gonna blow our expectations out of the water. That's gonna make the first one look quaint, I think is the, the verse, or is a verse, lol, the quote that he used. <laughs> That's modest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm really excited for it. I, I was before, and I am now. I don't really know yeah. what my expectations are, I guess. Um, but I just want to see it, man. I want to see it. I'm sure wanna... they're going to try some new trippy stuff. Exactly. Yeah, they were talking about new technologies and things. It's going to yeah. be really cool to see what exactly they get to do. Exactly. I am pumped either way. So that's some mm-hmm. some good news. I guess the Definitely. other news aren't bad news. It's just questionable <laughs> news to me. At least me personally. It's questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Momoa is playing Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so weird. I can just picture like a buff like snowman, just like I don't understand. Yeah, it's real weird. Okay, like yeah, I think of him as like a dude bro, like surfer guy. Uh huh. I don't get it. And that's not frosty. It's not frosty. So it's basically it's they're making a new live action slash you know CG um, frosty snowman movie. I have no idea if it's like regular kid friendly frosty i don't know if it's supposed to be a remake I mean, from a specific if he's just gonna do like the voice or like i mean i'm sure it'll be cgi snowman know. and he'll just voice it it's just weird <laughs> so no i think what. of uh there was this old game called clay fighter on super nintendo and there was this character called bad mr frosty and he was this buff looking snowman <laughs> and it was just crazy looking like out of a horror movie or whatever and i'm just like that's all i can picture is bad mr frost so when i oh, yeah. say movie jack frost what do you guys think i think of a horror movie but Dude, also okay. as a kid's movie i i think of uh the guardians or whatever it's called something Gar- okay. oh yeah rise, the yeah, yeah. So, rise, yeah rise of the guardians so yeah rise the guardians when i was a little kid we had things called Blockbuster, children. Yes. Um, hey, I was around for that. <laughs> and so my mom was like, what do you want? And I was like, it was Christmas time. I'm a little oh, kid. Man. And I was like, I you know what? It was a good story. movie. It was Jack Frost. <laughs> and so I don't know what she was thinking. Uh, but <laughs> she bought me at like eight, nine years old. The horror movie? Yeah, Jack Frost the horror movie. And <laughs> the one with like um Is it Kevin Costner? Oh, who did the I don't remember who it was. It's like a Disney feel good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of who it is too. I can't think of his it. name. Uh Let me I've got to find it out now. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Name. So there's it is oh Michael Keaton. I always get the mixed up. Oh, there you go. They're the same person to me. Um, Michael Keaton, Jack Frost, and it's a very feel-good story. And then there is Jack Frost, which is about basically the same plot. It's, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Michael Keaton's Jack Frost is a dad who passes away, so he turns into a snowman. Um, he turns into, like, Frosty Snowman for his kids, and he gets to play with his kids, but he's a snowman. Uh, Jack Frost, the horror movie, is about a murderer 
who is um, in a police car or something, and he dies, <laughs> and like in the police car because uh, he gets rolled over or whatever, and so then magically turns into a snowman. Yes. And then just terrible puns. Yes. And uh, lots of like icicle deaths, and he like melts through the floor, and they think they got him, but then he like reforms into snowman on the other side. And it's like ah, terrible, terrible horror movie. Yeah. I only really know one line from that, which was, he goes, do you have a smoke? And the guy's like, what? And he's like, do you have a smoke? And the guy's like, what are you saying? And then he's like, freaks out that he's like a snowman. So he kills him with an axe. And he goes, I only axed you for a smoke. Oh my gosh. And I was so like, ah. <laughs> even at eight years old, I was like, guys, this is bad. This is real dumb. I might've been a little older than that. I might've been like 12. I'm trying to think. I had to have been old enough to have recommended a movie that I saw a trailer for. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. That's so off the rails. I wonder if Jason Momoa will be an evil Frosty. Is where I'm going with this. It wouldn't be. <laughs> it wouldn't be surprising me. I don't think, from whatever I could see from the article, I don't think it specified what type of Frosty Snowman movie it's going to be. <laughs> I wanted to be a kids movie, and I want him to have like the dopiest voice. But it's still be Jason Momoa. I want it Momoa, to be just... like I want it to be like Detective Pikachu. Yeah. I want it to be like Detective <laughs> Pikachu, except it's yeah. I don't know. That's I just want to. I just want to. I just want to hear his version of Happy Birthday. Like Happy cartoon. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, dude, Happy Birthday. Andrew. He's like, Happy Birthday. <laughs> yeah. I can just picture knows. Aquaman like as Jack Frost now, since I watched that recently. Or not Jack Frost, uh, Frosty. Happy birthday, bro. It's just bruh. Aquaman, but he froze. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can move on. That was a long tangent, but it was so worth it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Figured so, it was a story worth telling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick making a new uh, CG animated TMNT movie. And yeah! guess what? Guess who the co-producer is? Seth Rogen. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Yeah. I guess so. This isn't this. Knowing TMNT and kind of its roots um, of being kind of a parody of everything else, yeah. Like Seth Rogen is perfect for it. Like we were just talking about Spider Verse. I hope they like do something trippy with like the Ninja Turtles because Mm -hmm. they have. I think they've done it before where they've crossed universes, and they could like not that it has to be that plot, but I think it would be really neat if it had some kind of like art style like creative art style kind of like spider-verse does yeah that'd be pretty yeah. cool it yeah. was started as a comic too it would yeah. be really cool to get kind of that comic booky they could really go with that aesthetic yeah. and i think it would work really well for them without looking like they're copying spider-verse mm-hmm. uh, totally. i think that would actually kind of open it up to being a genre which i don't think anyone would be mad about mm-hmm. if you just got these really beautiful colorful animated movies start coming out yeah i like cause... that one that came out in 2007 that uh, tmnt that one was really good or raf's like a bad guy for a while kind of yeah yeah but yeah i i like the fact that's animated like let's go nickelodeon mm-hmm. for respect to animation because disney is way too obsessed with live action and we've already seen live action tmnt that's just weird and yep. bad and <laughs> And I guess Team and Team, I like so many animated of versions of it. But I kind of like, do too. I, I don't know. Team and is pretty timeless, and it'll be really cool to see. I guess how Seth Rogen would spin it. Um, I actually just saw a trailer for another movie that he's gonna be in called. It's like the American Pickle or something like that. Yeah, oh, HBO yeah. movie. Yeah, that's what it is. 
That I'll one, have to that watch one's that very since interesting. It's going to be it's on just, HBO Max. He is both of the protagonists. <laughs> it's one of those movies. Yeah, really I don't know. interesting. Ooh. I think that's becoming a trend of like, there's just been a lot of movies recently of like the same actor is playing two different roles in the same. I really want to see who play Tom Hardy. That's his name. Mm-hmm. He's in a movie where he plays two twins, and one of them is very put together, and one of them is a little crazy. And I think it's like a rated R film, uh, but I'd love to see just his acting capabilities are so great. It'd be cool to see him play two different characters, and I feel like you'd really believe that they're two different characters. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. It's an older movie, but I want to see it really bad. Yeah. yeah. A new team and team uh, CGI movie I think would be pretty cool. Totally. Yes. We'll see how it goes. That's Even awesome. though I like the live actions, I know they're <laughs> terrible movies. April O'Neil was bad. The second uh, one, I, th- I Sorry. Like... Whatever, Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. And Casey Jones. Man, I really like Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell, right? But, yeah. <laughs> Stephen Amell, you're great as the Arrow. You shouldn't have been Casey Jones. Yeah. They didn't give him long hair. Yeah. Made no sense. He just looked like Stephen Amell as Casey Jones, basically, like. Yeah, they gave him a hockey stick and we're like, here, here, play the part. Anyways. Yeah. That's our movie news. Sweet. Cool. All right. Well, we'll get into TV. LJ, you're still watching One Piece. Yeah, not much to report there. I'm just okay. like, it's kind of like I'm hooked enough to where that's the only thing I'm watching right now. Yeah. So That's cool. Yeah. And then Shelly, I'm assuming this is because... You're getting married soon. You're 90 day fiance. What is that? <laughs> okay, so well, one of my <laughs> one of my other friends just got engaged recently, uh-huh. and we were hanging out, and we were gonna keep watching Fruits Basket because we're still kind of trying to watch that, even though it's been a long time. Um, but then she's like, "Hey, do you want to watch 90 Day Fiance instead?" And I'm like, "You know, I've heard so many things about that show, but I've never actually watched it." So we decided to watch it, and. Oh gosh, speaking of, I don't even want to say it, but we watched, uh, it's basically, okay, I should, I, pre- I should preface it with this. Um, Nine Day Fiance, the whole idea behind the show is, um, it's focused on different couples and different couples' relationships when, um, someone, it's always features an American and a non-American. So... The whole process, the whole thing, why it's like Nine Day Fiance, is that the, I forget the ex- exact name of the um, type of uh, like card it is, I guess, but like um, when a non-American comes to the states, like yeah, the, when the non-American comes to the states to get married, they only have ninety days to get married, or else they get kicked back out of the country. Um, okay. So the whole show is based on that, and different couples from different places, and so we watched. Um, a couple uh, episodes from season, like, three, I think. And the show, like, uh, tends to follow the couples throughout the season, at least for the most part, and, like, adding some couples. Or if some couples decide to, like, break up or something, they'll, um, you know, show that and stop following them. Um, but, oh, man, there are some really cute couples on that show, and there's some absolute big red flags. We just talked about how creepy <laughs> and terrible... The Smash community is, um... Oh, no. And oh, one of the main couples they feature is a 58-year-old man with an 18-year-old girl. 
Straight up. That's so terrible. His daughter, who he introduces them to each other in like the second or third episode, his daughter is 21. That's awkward. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the most... I hate it. It's so bad. Um, but it's like it's like just trash television. That's like you probably oh for sure. It's TLC. Like if you ever yeah, seen a TLC yeah. show, you you've seen them all. Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, they all have the same vibe. They all have the same energy. But um, it's just and there's some other couples where it's like they're not nearly as like uh, you know obviously problematic as that couple. Um, not obviously as creepy as that couple, but there's still like weird problems and. You know, then there's some that's like really cute and they're just like, you know, trying to get through the stress of like moving to having one person move to a new country. Um, there's actually one couple that was really interesting because um, it's about this guy from Idaho. Um, him and his whole family is very Mormon and his um, fiance is coming from Russia and she used to be like kind of a party girl um, and she would drink a lot and she would smoke and things like that. And so like she, you know, really wants to, her you know, fiance's family to like her, but they keep judging her because of her past, mm. even though she's like transitioned to become full Mormon and talking, talking about how much she misses, um, her home. And she like lived in Prague for a while. She's like, Oh, I'm going to miss Prague. I miss Russia. I miss all these places. Um, but like, I need to change from my past. I need to be a different person. I need to be Mormon so I can marry this guy who I love. So it's all very interesting. Um, hmm. and it's, it is really just trash TV, honestly. But we're both engaged, so we're like, let's let's watch it, shall we? Yeah. Cool. Um, so we watched that. I watched that. Um, also watched uh, the first episode of Umbrella Academy. I've already seen Umbrella Academy, but my fiance hasn't, and second season's going to be coming out. So um, on July thirty first, my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we're slowly... We, again, I think we've only watched the first episode. I forgot how long those episodes are. Like, dang. They are. Um, they're they're significant, and he's he's intrigued, but he's very confused. That first episode, they really <laughs> just throw everything at you and don't explain much. So, like, first thing you know, you're like, oh, it's a family. Oh, they have superpowers. Um, okay, this happened. Oh my gosh, their butler's a monkey. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> really comes at you, so... <laughs> We'll cool. see if we, uh... It's one I still need to see. Yeah, I watched, like, a few episodes, and I just hadn't been back to it. I really yeah. like the show, personally. It was, it was a fun watch for me, so I'm pumped to rewatch it. I heard great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, that's, that's what I watched. Cool. I, I haven't watched too much besides The Last Airbender, but I did watch the first episode of Warrior Nun. Ooh. Uh, after a few people in our, um, organization... I've been talking about it. And so it's fun. It's very wacky. Like, it's not super cheesy yet. Everything looks really good. In fact, in the trailer, there's apparently a Steppenwolf looking thing that looks better than Steppenwolf did (laughs) in uh, Justice League. Don't know how that happened. It looks cool. Uh, (laughs) Look great. Uh, So... The beginning starts very confusing. You don't really know what's going on. Uh, the one thing that I did want to mention without, because I don't want to give anything away, uh, is there is a, someone's got a crucifix in their hand and it's a lightsaber and it looks straight out of Bible man. Uh, That's awesome. Which I am okay with. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> what is this show? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And also, one of the things I think is really, really cool is that each episode is a Bible verse, but it's not the full verse. It's just uh, like the book and the chapter and the verse. And so I actually like went and looked up what the verse was. And mm-hmm. indirectly, I you know, I don't know. It, the show itself isn't this like christian show by any means right, right. uh but it's going to get people to open up their bibles which i think is awesome yeah uh and it's obviously nuns so it has a lot to do with catholicism mm-hmm. and then there's this kind of it, it's based off a comic book manga thing it's an american made manga styled comic book we looked into to <laughs> figure out what that was mm-hmm. and so it's very comic booky in that it's this normal girl who ends up getting these powers um and so now she's a uh, warrior nun kind of um <laughs> but it's this person that like they they have kind of an organization of warrior nuns and she is definitely not part of that and so it'll be really interesting to how, see how those worlds collide yeah uh as of right now it's given off very prodigal son vibes and i don't know if they'll stick with that um or if i'm just kind of reading into it but it's it's cool yeah it's it's very fun like i said it is not a christian show it is rated m for mature uh so far first episode so who knows there was no nudity um but there was a lot of cursing a lot of gore and um a some some drug use but yeah i don't know i like it and any show that's gonna make people open up their bibles for any reason uh is wonderful yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's good. So we'll get into the TV news. Some cool things. Uh, first off, if you have DC Universe, and you probably, hopefully have, because I keep talking about Harley Quinn, uh, so you got it, just check it out. Uh, if you bought the year subscription, which I did not, That's I'm paying for money. it monthly, uh, before June 30th, then you can get HBO Max right now for $5 more. So you're paying your $5 for DC Universe, or, well, you paid for the year, but it ended up being like five bucks a month. Uh, and then HBO Max is $5 for the rest of the year. And I think HBO Max is like $15, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I still have it, but like it was one of those things where I was going to cancel it after a month, but I still use it. So I'm like, well, I might as well keep it. But right. this, this is one of those things, like when I was reading it, I got excited. Or when I saw your news, when you put that in the notes. I was like, yeah. oh, like because there's stuff I wanted to watch on DC Universe. Um, but then I think that uh, that article also said Harley Quinn is coming to HBO Max as well, right? Yeah, the these next two seasons. Uh, the third season is not confirmed. Okay. Um, so super, super funny show. I would have loved to, like, I would have canceled my HBO Max subscription like that and would have been like, I'm going to grab DC and then, gra- and then bundle them. Like, that would have been sweet. Yeah, I... My thing is, even if I had to pay $15 a month as a total uh-huh. for the two, like, if I was getting DC Universe free through HBO Max, that would be really cool. Yeah, would that would maybe be Maybe make me look at it. Uh, especially since you're getting it $5 cheaper through this bundle. It's weird to me that they had it like this and they didn't, like, advertise in any way. And then it's just kind of for the people that were already doing it. Well, I think of Disney Plus, right? How they have that one with ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus. Like, they should have done yeah. something like that. Uh, also, we called on the podcast like two years ago. Is that mm-hmm. that makes at least two bundles happening? Yeah. For channels, we said that was going to happen. It's going to be the new TV. It's just going to be a bunch of bundles 
of networks and it'll it'll be just like cable yeah I, I like HBO Max I would say if you're like a cinephile like somebody who loves to watch movies there's a ton of movies on HBO Max like new and old and so I would That's say cool. it's worth it like for, for me it's like I went through the entire list the other day and I was just hitting the button like add that add that add that add that you know like there's just so much there and I keep using it so I'm like I might as well keep it it's expensive though yeah, definitely. Because there's not a lot of original content. I think there's like an Adventure Time original like spinoff on there now too. Is it the BMO thing? Yes. That's cool. I'll have to watch it and let you know how it is. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Fifteen dollars is a lot. If I was it getting is. a bundle for it, I would probably be more tempted totally. to do it. Yeah. Uh, but those who really like what Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. Doom Patrol's next season is coming out exclusively on. HBO Max exclusively. Oh wow! So that—that's another thing I meant to say is I see more and more of those animated movies, those DC animated movies popping up on there. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if at some point they are going to integrate a little more. Yeah, I really don't know. Which we've talked about. Like it's kind of weird. Yeah, they—they they haven't given us a plan yet of what they're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they're just going to integrate DC Universe into it, but then people who read comics on their app uh, lose out so like i need to watch uh justice league dark on there because it's on yes there. you do like, oh cool so then i can watch apocalypse eventually apocalypse war oh so good best dc apocalypse <laughs> war is best dc movie they have made so far <laughs> cool. yes i think i can stand by that it's okay bonkers. <laughs> uh anyway. speaking of dc jeffrey d morgan's in a lot of dc stuff yeah that was a weird segue it didn't really work <laughs> uh <laughs> he's playing another superhero and possibly he's in talks for season three of the boys which is that super dark dc mm-hmm. or not dc uh amazon prime yeah superhero show very dark the humor is dark uh the content is dark it's a dark i have show. not watched it on that on like just because of what i heard it's gritty yeah uh and jeffrey D. morgan i don't know uh how many people are familiar he is Thomas Wayne in the I think it's Justice League or is it Batman, Batman versus, Superman. versus Superman? Yeah, yeah. Batman yeah. versus Superman. Uh, and so I really want him to play Thomas Wayne Batman, uh, Flashpoint Batman, because I think he'd be perfect. Uh, but he's really into those dark characters. He also plays Negan on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was I can't remember the dude's name, but the smiley face guy in the Watchmen movie. Uh, he plays these very dark characters, and so the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. I can't think. Because of the comedian specifically, I, I can't think of, like, a better show for him. Like, it, it's this kind of... He could literally play anyone in that show uh, that they've, like, cast so far. And I think he would knock it out of the park. And so, uh, it makes a lot of sense. There's, it's not confirmed yet. And it's season three. We're not even on season two yet. Like, season two hasn't been released. So, it would be a while before anyone sees him. But if you like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, maybe, maybe you'll see him in that uh, but again, probably one of the darkest shows I've ever watched. Wow. Mm. That's yeah. saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Amazon, I'm actually really excited about this one. Uh, probably, again, probably going to be another mature TV show. There's so much mature TV. I I don't know. Uh, mm. But I'm really excited about this. Fallout, the video game, is getting a TV show. And Ooh. it's going to be on Amazon Prime. But the people who made Westworld 
are going to be run it like doing it. Oh, that's and, exciting! Wow, that actually sounds yeah. like very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very good concept to build a show off of. There's so much content they can pull from like from all the way to three to New Vegas to four. Like, there's a lot right. they can do there. And like, it's got a lot of fun, quirky characters. But also, I've only played Fallout 4, but the story was very uh, interesting. There was a lot of like cool things that were happening, and there were the characters. Factions. Yeah, you have these different factions uh, that they can definitely play with in the story. Mm-hmm. And then the one thing that I, I noticed immediately is Westworld is all about these animatronics that are actually like, they, they gain consciousness basically and become uh, the next step in evolution. And so in Fallout, there are things called synths, which are basically the same thing there are these like people that are created robotically mm-hmm. and so uh fallout 4 the story gets really intense with the synths and like uh i never actually finished it but i got to that very end and uh i think that as far as that goes like Westworld's creators could knock that out of the park completely like they could really do well with the idea of the synths and this like are they people or are they not who do you trust um, because that was the whole thing with sentences. You didn't know if they were human. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think it could be a lot of fun. I think it'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. No idea when that's coming out. Um, I'm sure we'll get Lord of the Rings before that, but it's in the works. That is TV. So are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Nope, not really. Not that I can think of, no. All right. Uh, did any of you play Animal Crossing's new update? I've not. I have not touched yeah. that game in probably My a wife told me to mention swim. it. I didn't play it, but I watched a bit of my it. My town is rotting away somewhere, and my animals are mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> the otter is amazing. I will say that. I Like I said, I haven't played I just watched a lot of it. There is an otter who is, like, a hippie kind of and so he was like i'm trying to think of all the weird things he has said i don't know just look up the new otter from animal crossing and you'll find lots of really weird things oh like like dust is slowly tucking us in but we keep tossing and turning so it can't tuck us in correctly and it's like how comfortable would we be if we stopped moving and i was like all right man that definitely sounds like a hippie question. Like a question somebody would ask when they're high or something. Yeah. He's pretty great. Uh, I love it. And then <laughs> another thing he does, so he's an, he's an otter, and then it was um, the downward dog may be <laughs> a yoga position, but upward otter is a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because he's always looking upward at the sky. (laughs) It's just real weird, silly stuff. I love it. Okay. My wife would be happy with me now. I mentioned it. (laughs) That's like sometimes my mom will ask me, like, are you going to talk about that on the podcast? I'm like, probably not. I was like, I didn't play it. She was like, I didn't. And I was like, do you want to be the podcast? And she was like, no. I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, we're on the podcast there. Uh, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ and streaming Portal 2 at twitch.tv slash Grace on Fridays. I have dis- nice. I have discovered who uh, Cave Johnson is. 
which uh, is J.K. Simmons, and it is easily the best dialogue I've ever heard. In the yeah, amazing. It is. Anyway. I'll make you rue the day you gave Cave Johnson lemons. <laughs> anyway, cool. We used to have a shower curtain made by Aperture Laboratories, and then it said on the very bottom, and it said contains less than one percent mercury. <laughs> I loved it. It was from uh, oh, what's that store? Geek. Think Geek. Think GameStop. Geek. Think Geek. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay, Shelly, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Shell. Oh gosh, you can find me on Twitter at the <laughs> Shellshock twenty four. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!